Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible each year and we follow the weekly Torah portions. So every day we read a consecutive portion from the Torah, the Prophets, the Writings and the Apostles. I am Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Monday the 18th of September or the 3rd of Tishrei on the Hebrew calendar. It is the 33rd day of repentance leading up to the Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur. And today is also a special day with something called the Fast of Gedalia. And today in history, the royal governor Gedalia is murdered, which marks the beginning of the end for the remnant in the Holy Land. According to tradition from 2 Kings 25. But it came about in the seventh month that Ishmael, the son of Netanyah, the son of Elishama of the royal family, came with ten men and struck Gedaliah down so that he died, along with the Jews and the Chaldeans who were with him at Smitzvah. The fast of Gedaliah is a shorter fast on the Jewish calendar and it lasts from sunrise to sunset. It is one of four similar biblical fast days. Normally observed on the 3rd of Tishrei, it may be moved if its observance would conflict with Shabbat. So, the fast of the 7th month from Zechariah 7 and 8, where it says, The fast of the 4th, the fast of the 5th, the fast of the 7th, and the fast of the 10th months will become joy, gladness, and cheerful feast for the house of Judah. That will happen eventually. So now today we do have the fast of Gedalia and there are some extra special scripture readings uh, from the synagogues today as well. But otherwise we are back after Rosh Hashanah in the reading we were doing before from Deuteronomy or Dvarim. We are now in chapter 32 verse 1 through verse 6 for the reading today. And we have also a new parasha this week, and it's called Ha'azinu, which means listen. So before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Deuteronomy or Dvarim, chapter 32. Give ear, you heavens, and I will speak. Let the earth hear the words of my mouth. My teaching will drop as the rain, My speech will condense as the dew, as the misty rain on the tender grass, as the showers on the herb. For I proclaim the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness to our God. The rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are just. A God of faithfulness who does no wrong, just and right is he. They have dealt corruptly with him. They are not his children because of their defect. They are a perverse and crooked generation. Is this the way you repay the Lord, 
foolish and unwise people. Is he not your father who has bought you? He has made you and established you. That was Deuteronomy 32, 1 through 6. Then we have our portion from the prophets, and we will read the prophet Haggai, or Haggai, chapters 1 and 2, which is actually the whole book, or the whole book of the prophet Haggai. In the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet to Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Yehuda, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the Kohen Gadol, saying, This is what the Lord Svaot says. These people say, The time has not yet come, the time for the house of the Lord to be rebuilt. Then the word of the Lord came by Haggai, the prophet, saying, Is it a time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses while this house lies waste? Now, therefore, this is what the Lord Svaot says. Consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but you do not have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages earns wages to put them in a bag with holes in it. This is what the Lord Svaot says. Set your heart on your ways. Go up to the mountain, bring wood, and build the house. I will take pleasure in it, and I will be glorified, says the Lord. You looked for much, and behold, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why, says the Lord Svaot, because of my house that lies waste, while each of you is busy with his own house. Therefore, for your sake, the heavens withhold the dew, and the earth withholds its fruit. I called for a drought on the land, on the mountains, on the grain, on the new wine, on the oil, on that which the ground produces, on men, on livestock, and on all the labor of the hands. Then Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the Kohen Gadol, with all the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God and the words of Haggai the prophet, as the Lord their God had sent him, and the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the messenger of the Lord, spoke the message of the Lord to the people, saying, I am with you, says the Lord. And the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Yehuda, and the spirit of Yehoshua, the son of Jehozadak, the Kohen Gadol, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and worked on the house of the Lord Svaot, their God, on the twenty-fourth day of the month, in the sixth month, in the second year of Darius the king. In the seventh month, on the twenty-first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet, saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Yehuda, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the Kohen Gadol, and to the remnant of the people, saying, 
Who is left among you who saw this house in its former glory? How do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes as nothing? Yet now be strong, Zerubbabel, says the Lord. Be strong, Yoshua, son of Jehoshadak, the Kohen Gadol. Be strong, all you people of the land, says the Lord. And work, for I am with you, says the Lord Svaoth. According to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Mitzrayim, and my Ruach is abiding in your midst, do not fear. For this is what the Lord Svaoth says. Yet once, it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, and the precious things of all nations will come, and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Svaot. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord Svaot. The latter glory of this house will be greater than the former, says the Lord Svaot. And in this place I will give shalom, says the Lord Svaot. In the twenty-fourth day of the ninth month, in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet, saying, This is what the Lord Svaot says. Ask now the Kohanim concerning the Torah, saying, If someone carries holy meat in the fold of his garment, and with his fold touches bread, stew, wine, oil, or any food, will it become holy? The Kohanim answered, No. Then Haggai said, If one who is unclean by reason of a dead body touch any of these, will it be unclean? So the Kohanim answered and said, It will be unclean. Then Haggai answered and said, So is this people, and so is this nation before me, says the Lord, and so is every work of their hands. That which they offer there is unclean. Now please consider from this day and backward, before a stone was laid on a stone in the temple of the Lord. Through all that time, when one came to a heap of twenty measures, there were only ten. When one came to the wine, through the wine vat, to draw out fifty, there were only twenty. I struck you with blight, mildew, and hail in all the work of your hands. Yet you did not turn to me, says the Lord. Consider now from this way day onwards, from the twenty-fourth day of the ninth month, since the day that the foundation of the temple of the Lord was laid. Consider it. Is the seed yet in the barn? Yes, the vine, the fig tree, the pomegranate, and the olive tree have not produced. From today I will bless you. And the word of the Lord came the second time to Haggai on the twenty-fourth day of the month, saying, Speak to Zerubbabel, governor of Yehuda, saying, I will shake the heavens and the earth. I will overthrow the throne of kingdoms. I will destroy the strength of the kingdoms of the nations. I will overthrow the chariots and those who ride in them. The horses and their riders will come down, every one by the sword of his brother. In that day, says the Lord Svaot, I will take you, Zerubbabel, 
my servant, the son of Shealtiel, says the Lord, and make you as a signet ring, for I have chosen you, says the Lord Svaot. That was the prophet Haggai, or Haggai, chapters 1 and 2. And now we have come to our portion from the writings, and we will read from Second Chronicles, or Divrei Hayomim, Bet, chapter 24. Joash was seven years old when he began to reign, and he reigned forty years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Sibia of Beersheba. And Joash did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the Kohen. Jehoiada took for him two wives, and he became the father of sons and daughters. After this, Joash intended to restore the house of the Lord. He gathered together the Kohanim and the Levites and said to them, Go out to the cities of Yehuda and gather money to repair the house of your God from all Israel from year to year. See that you expedite this matter. However, the Levites did not do it right away. The king called for Jehoiada the chief and said to him, Why have you not required of the Levites to bring in the tax of Moshe the servant of the Lord and of the assembly of Israel out of Yehuda and out of Jerusalem for the tent of the testimony? For the sons of Atalia, that wicked woman, had broken up God's house, and they also gave all the dedicated things of the house of the Lord to the Baals. So the king commanded, and they made a chest, and set it outside at the gate of the house of the Lord. They made a proclamation through Yehuda and Jerusalem to bring in for the Lord the tax that Moshe the servant of God laid on Israel in the wilderness. All the princes and all the people rejoiced and brought in and cast into the chest until they had filled it. Whenever the chest was brought to the king's officers by the hand of the Levites, and when they saw that there was much money, the king's scribe and the chief Kohen's officer came and emptied the chest and took it and carried it to its place again. Thus they did day by day and gathered money in abundance. The king and Jehoiada gave it to those who did the work of the service of the house of the Lord. They hired masons and carpenters to restore the house of the Lord, and also those who worked iron and bronze to repair the house of the Lord. So the workmen worked, and the work of repairing went forward in their hands. They set up the house of God as it was designed and strengthened it. When they had finished, they brought the rest of the money before the king and Jehoiada, from which were made vessels for the house of the Lord, even vessels with which to minister and to offer, including spoons and vessels of gold and silver. And they offered burnt offerings in the house of the Lord continually, all the days of Jehoiada. But Jehoiada grew old and was full of days, and he died, 
He was 130 years old when he died. They buried him in the city of David among the kings because he had done good in Israel and toward God and his house. Now after the death of Jehoiada, the princes of Yehuda came and bowed down to the king, and the king listened to them. And they abandoned the house of the Lord, the God of their fathers, and served the Asherah poles and the idols. So wrath came on Yehuda and Jerusalem for this their guiltiness. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them again to the Lord, and they testified against them, but they would not listen. Then the Ruach Elohim came on Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada the Goen, and he stood above the people and said to them, This is what God says. Why do you disobey the mitzvot of the Lord, so that you cannot prosper? Because you have forsaken the Lord, he has also forsaken you. So they conspired against him and stoned him with stones at the commandment of the king in the court of the house of the Lord. Thus Joash the king did not remember the kindness which Jehoiada his father had done to him, but killed his son. And when he died, he said, May the Lord look at it and repay it. And it came to pass at the end of the year that the army of the Syrians came up against him, and they came to Yehuda and Jerusalem and destroyed all the princes of the people from among the people and sent all their plunder to the king of Damascus. For the army of the Syrians came with a small company of men, and the Lord delivered a very great army into their hand because they had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. So they executed judgment on Joash. When they had departed from him, for they left him very sick, his own servants conspired against him for the blood of the sons of Jehoiada the Kohen, and killed him on his bed, and he died. They buried him in the city of David, but they did not bury him in the tombs of the kings. These are those who conspired against him. Zavad, the son of Shimeat, the Ammonites, and Jehozavad, the son of Shimrit, the Moabites. Now concerning his sons, the greatness of the burdens laid on him, and the rebuilding of the house of God. Behold, they are written in the commentary of the book of the kings. Amaziah, his son, reigned in his place. That was Second Chronicles chapter 24. Now we have our portion from the Apostles and we will be reading from the book of Revelation chapter 9 verse 13 through verse 21. Then the sixth angel sounded and I heard a voice from the horns of the golden altar which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the shofar, Free the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the four angels were freed who had been prepared for that hour and day and month and year, so that they might kill one-third of mankind. Now the number of the army of the horsemen 
was twice 10,000 times 10,000. I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses and the vision, and those who sat on them, having breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow. And the horses' heads resembled lions' heads, and out of their mouths proceed fire, smoke, and sulfur. But these three plagues were one-third of mankind killed by the fire and the smoke and the sulfur which proceeded out of their mouths. For the power of the horses is in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails are like serpents and have heads, and with them they harm. But the rest of mankind who were not killed with these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, that they would not worship demons and the idols of gold and of silver and of brass and of stone and of wood which cannot see, hear, or walk. And they did not repent of their murders, their sorceries, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. That was the book of Revelation, chapter 9, verses 13 through 21. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you will also read from Acts chapter 17. Acts chapter 17 today. Now, because of the fast of Gedalia, we have two more readings that are extra today. And the first ones are from Exodus or Shemot chapter 32, verse 11 to 14. Then Moshe begged the Lord his God and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people that you have brought out of the land of Mitzrayim with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians talk, saying, He brought them out for evil, to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the surface of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath and turn away from this evil against your people. Remember Abraham, Yitzchak, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the evil which he said he would do to his people. That was Exodus or Shemot 32, 11 through 14. And the second reading in Exodus is chapter 34, verse 1 through 10. Now the Lord said to Moshe, Carve two stone tablets like the first. I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. Be ready by the morning, and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me on the top of the mountain. No one shall come up with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Do not let the flocks or herds graze in front of that mountain. So he carved two tablets of stone like the first, 
Then Moshe rose up early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand the two stone tablets. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there, and he proclaimed the name of the Lord. Then the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth, keeping loving kindness for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on their children and on the children's children on the third and on the fourth generation. Moshe hurried and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. And he said, If now I have found favor in your sight, Lord, please let the Lord go along in our midst, even though this is a stiff-necked people, parting our iniquity and our sin, and take us for your inheritance. He said, Behold, I make a covenant. Before all your people I will do marvels, such as have not been worked in all the earth, nor in any nation, and all the people among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord, for it is an awesome thing that I do with you. That was Exodus or Shmot 34, 1 through 10. And now we have our final portion for today because of this extra fast of Gedaliah, and it is from the book of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, or Yeshayahu, chapter 55, verse 6, through chapter 56 and verse 8. So let's start in chapter 55, verse 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him, and to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from the sky and does not return there, but waters the earth and makes it grow and bud and gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, but it will accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in the thing I sent it to do. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills will break out before you into singing, and all the trees of the fields will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn, the cypress tree will come up, and instead of the briar, the myrtle tree will come up. And it will make a name for the Lord, for an everlasting sign that will not be cut off. This is what the Lord says, maintain justice and do what is right. For my salvation is near and my righteousness will soon be revealed. 
Blessed is the man who does this, and the son of man who holds it fast, who keeps Shabbat without profaning it, and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Let no foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord will surely separate me from his people. Do not let the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree. For this is what the Lord says, To the eunuchs who keep my Shabbats, and choose the things that please me, and hold fast to my covenant, I will give them in my house and within my walls a memorial and a name better than that of sons and of daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. Also the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone who keeps Shabbat without profaning it and holds fast my covenant, I will bring these to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The Lord, the Lord who gathers the outcasts of Israel, says, I will yet gather others to him in addition to his own who are gathered. That was Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6 through chapter 56, verse 8. And that was our final reading of scriptures for today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a blessed day, that the Word of God will speak to you. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.